Hello and welcome to Accountability Talks with AGA. I'm your host, Paul Marshall. All right, so we have a return to a uh, discussion topic here, the Next Wave program. Uh, last time we spoke to some of the executive sponsors, and now we're going to be speaking to some of the, let's call them students, attendees, participants. Um, and to do that, we're going to start off, uh, well, we have Damique back again, the originator of the program, and we have some special guests. Uh, we have Chi, we have Rihanna, uh, we might be able to get Stephen patched in here a little later. Um, but why don't we just start off, everybody? Damique, you want to say hello? Hello, excited to be back, Paul, and uh, thanks for the invitation to really go a little deeper on Next Wave Federal Finance Leadership Program. All right. Chi, you want to introduce yourself? Hello, this is Chi Okonkwo, and I was a part of the first graduating class of Next Wave. All right, and Rihanna. Hey, yeah, Rahana Mohammed here. Um, thanks for having me. Super excited to talk about this program, and I just graduated from it a couple of months ago. Awesome. And I think we're going to have Stephen. Sure. So I'm Steve Comer. I'm the financial manager at the 109th Airlift Wing in Scotia, New York. That's part of the New York Air National Guard. I've been there about four years in that capacity. That's right. me. All right. So, Damique, uh, you mind just giving us a start here? I know last time you talked about the program, but do you want to give us some insight into how things have maybe evolved between the last session and the, the latest one? Or is, The floor is yours. Thanks, Paul. So, uh, obviously, just very grateful and thankful for the collaboration with ACA on this program. Uh, as we talked about the Next Wave Federal Finance Leadership Program with them, it was really about um, giving a voice and a platform to our next federal finance SESs, um, right? The current ones, whether it's on panels, whether it's CFO Council, different platforms, they always have a platform to talk about what they're currently thinking. Uh, we thought that it was important as a part of this program to not only uh, give them the tools and techniques to help transform government as we've been facing some longstanding challenges in the federal financial management community, but also give them the voice to, to bring a differentiated thought to the table um, and a platform for our, our next leader. So um, the program uh, is going on to its, its third year. We had our inaugural pilot year two years ago, which he was a part of, um, and we ended up with 19 graduates there. And then we had um, Rahana and her cohort um, was the next graduating class, the first graduating class where we had some tweaks. So obviously the anchor of the program has always been three pillars of better me, better us, better working world, really thinking about a transformative leader and how that um, starting with the individual first uh, and really cascading out to the impact on the citizens, uh, the residents and the citizens uh, of the, uh, that we serve. So I think that's the exciting part of that. And then I will talk a little bit about the evolution of the program, right? Because there was just a better me, better us, better working world in the pilot cohort program, but we added some, some, uh, different um, aspects to the program based on feedback from the initial cohort 
really evolving and making it more about hands-on, tangible experiences. So we added a transformation simulation to the next cohort. So every segment had education and interactive session. That's consistent between the cohorts, but we added transformation simulations where we were really interactive, leveraging um, technology to really um, interact and collaborate to drive transformation. All right. Well, now we're going to get straight from uh, our participants here what they thought about about all this good stuff. Um, why don't we start with start off with Rahana? Um, you know, why uh, why were you interested in signing up for this program? Tell us a little bit about your thought process. Yeah, absolutely. So I had previously been, you know, a member of AGA, so kind of uh, was was looking through their offerings when it came to training and. You know, there's a lot of great leadership training out there, but not a lot that is specifically focused on the financial management function and and government, and even less that really looks at not just how to lead in financial management, but how to be a transformational leader. Um, and looking at this program and the, the makeup of it, um, that just really struck me as, you know, if I really want to take my career to the next level, if that's the kind of leader I want to be, what better place to, um, to get that next set of training um, than a program really focused on that transformational leadership. So that's what kind of drew me to the program was the different approach, you know, not just thinking about, well, how do you manage teams effectively, but, how do you really think critically about transformation you're trying to achieve and then how to put that together, how to plan that out and how to be successful. Um, so that's, that, that's what drew me to the program. Um, and I just sort of put together my application, submitted it. And then I loved that they did an interview. Um, it gave me a chance to ask a lot of questions about the program because it is a significant time commitment. Um, and so it was really great getting to meet some of the organizers ahead of time. And I just got a really great feeling from the team. So, um, I'm really, really happy that I did it, uh, for a lot of reasons, which I'm sure we're going to talk about, but that's how I started my next wave journey. Awesome. Chi, how about yourself? And also, you know, what were your expectations and, you know, what were your reasons? Uh, yes, yeah, similar to Rihanna, um, being at my agency, we do have a lot of training available. What encouraged me to participate with the, the AGA-affiliated leadership development really was uh, tapping into that brand. I'm an active member for AGA, so it made sense. Um, was was really hoping and expecting to see the participation from the the specific finance executives, um, the CFOs that, you know, attend AGA training and, and, and uh, panels. And so that I was able to, to have that with the leadership, um, being able to mentor them, have access to them. So that was really important for me at, at my level at a GS-15, making that decision, you know, do I want to become an expert in what I'm doing? Do, wanna, do I want to make that move? to SES or to the next level of senior executive service. So it was, it was amazing to have access to those executives, access to CFOs and uh, leads uh, currently in the federal government, as well as other industry executives. 
to help me uh, make that decision. Had great engagement, um, like Demique said, with the interactive uh, assignments and work that we had to do. Uh, but really, it was um, being able to get that real-time feedback and mentoring engagement with our executives that made it worthwhile for me. And Stephen, what about you? So, great question. So, something different. I think that's what drew me to the program. I, I remember seeing the announcement and thinking, wow, this is something totally different. It's a new challenge. It's outside of my comfort zone. It's a chance to meet new people. I'm in upstate New York. The program was based out of D.C., so, you know, it gave me that chance to, to even get out of the geographic area to come down and, and, and really feel that federal footprint down there in D.C. and, and really get a chance to network with some people. That, that's really what drew me to the program, just getting outside my comfort zone, something new. And then, you know, what kind of expectations did you have and how did that compare to, uh, to kind of what you experienced? I was pretty open-minded going in. Some of my expectations were I knew there were going to be a lot of talented people in the room. I knew there were going to be the, the people organizing it, whether that's Anne, Demique, really were going to be, you know, people at the top of this this uh, this career field. And with a lot to share, a lot of experience, and my expectation was I could really learn something here and I could, I could sort of, you know, model – where I see my career going off of some of the people that I'll meet that have really had that success. So that was really my expectation. And, and quite honestly, it, it exceeded that expectation. So it, it was really, it was really nice to go in with that expectation and, and then also really feel it fulfilled, you know, by the end of the program. Awesome. So, and my next question here is, uh, you know, so we talked about the three concepts, and I guess it was part of the first and second cohort. You know, there's, there's the whole concept, better me, better us, better working world. Um, you know, back to Rihanna, you know, I guess which of those kind of stood out the most to you or do you felt were the most important to you or, I don't know, or do, are they all equally important? But, you know, what, what, what were your thoughts on those concepts? Well, definitely all obviously important. Uh, and, and I think what, stood out to me was fitting those together, putting those together to think about that transformation um, holistically. And again, how can we set that up for success? But uh, I would say the better working world was kind of the piece that um, I think is going to have the most impact on my future career and how I think about transformation initiatives moving forward because other leadership trainings, you know, there's a lot of um, usually introspection, you know, what do I bring in terms of a leader? And that's what a lot of better me was. So um, I was kind of used to that aspect. Similarly, better us was how can we work together as a team? And that's another concept that I've been trained on before. But the difference with this program was really the personas that they've developed based on research across the community and the profession um, and understanding specifically not just how do I lead from a personality perspective, but how does my persona impact uh, how I think about financial management and what role I can play in transformation. So that was the piece from better me and better us that I feel like was really um, 
important from my perspective is the personas and how to best utilize folks with different personas to really make an impact as a team. But Better Working World was a lot of new, a lot of new content for me. Um, you know, I, there was a lot of conversation about not just, well, how are these transformation initiatives impacting the organization, but thinking about society and the customer. And as financial managers in government, that's something we constantly have to think about. And so I really appreciated that being included in the model. Um, and I think, you know, when we're looking at financial management, it's kind of, it's easy to get, uh, get sucked into those spreadsheets and reports and, um, and not zoom out to how your work really impacts the rest of your agency, government, and society. Um, and having a specific model for that and framework to think about that, I feel like was really impactful to how I plan, how I think strategically, and how I lead moving forward. So um, that was a little long-winded, but, uh, but I think all of them had something new to offer, but Better Working World really has helped me as I went back to my job and think about future career um, to, you know, give a better framework about that. Yeah, and Chi, what do you think? Me, us, the world, which of those three uh, maybe resonated <laughs> with you the most or, you know, some new insights for you? Definitely what resonated with me was better me. Um, being able to see myself, like Brianna said, we, we do, you go through training and development, you learn more about yourself. But um, at the beginning of the program, starting with the Better Me and the mindfulness really set the tone uh, for my focus. And then being able to apply the persona. And once you get into the program and you take the survey and you understand the different personas, your persona, uh, what your passion is, and I think I was like a double oracle, right? And so it helped me understand my approach, my mindset, um, how I foresee the future for financial management, and from there, I was able to make the connection of better us, aligning myself with other people that have similar personas, and then allowing the, the training in the program and the interactive sessions give me strategies on how to make that connection. It's extremely important, especially, like I said, if you are looking to, uh, to move forward, if you're looking to become a senior, you know, how, how can you leverage your passions, your interests, your awareness, your education, and continue to move the agency forward and their mission, uh, considering the workforce, workforce and the environments that we're in. So I really uh, personally enjoyed that, and I actually do uh, continue to um, I continue to use those strategies till today. Even though um, it was two years ago finishing the program, I still make it a point to keep mindfulness as a part of the way I supervise and as a part of the way I connect with others um, in my workday. Yeah, and that's great because I, I like how you know. I, for sure, different folks are going to take away more from different aspects of that. So that's, that's, that's great. You kind of pointed that out. I gravitated a little more towards the better us concept. And certainly better me was, you know, something that was almost new to me. Um, but the better us was driving that performance and developing high performance teams. So, so I've got 14 people I supervise. So that, that really better us part really, really hit me. Um, and how to how to see the strategic goal and the outcome, but really develop the team using the personas which we learned in the cohort um, throughout, and how to apply that. So, so the better us was a 
the part that I really enjoyed most. Um, actually, Demique, so I want to ask you something, but before I wrap up this this question, you know, I was just curious, uh, where did you kind of come up with this concept of better me, us, working world? Is it something out there that you've read before? Or you just was this kind of one of your originals? Yeah, so this honestly is a, a really supported by a lot of market research that EUI has done. Um, just really focused on how do we help our clients solve complex challenges, right? Because this is really um, transformation is something, a word that's always thrown around, but it's really trying to get people to understand the connection between purpose and impact. Right, and uh, it was beautiful to hear both Rihanna and she kind of hit on kind of those points, right? Because when you think about better working world and why people go into government to serve, right, the citizens and the impact to our communities are things that we think about um, that really draws us to the mission. And often that's lost in when we start to do transformations or initiatives the why we're doing it, right? And it becomes a project management where you focus on the output of getting something done versus the outcome of what you're trying to achieve. And I think what we try to emphasize is really focusing on outcomes. And that's kind of what was driven in that better working world. And then also our research showed, did a workforce insight study, that finance is one of the least five purposeful jobs. Right. When you think across industry um, globally, find often people say they don't find purpose in their job. It's more of a, a job and they don't see the purpose and how they impact, um, whether it's the mission or the customers. So I think this leadership program starts to illuminate some of that connection, leveraging the personas, being very clear about your purpose and how that leads to really desired outcomes of the organization, which I think is a, it's a, it's a great connection point. All right. Well, uh, my next question for you actually, Demique, was uh, you talked about these transformation simulations. Can you give us a little bit more uh, detail on that, how that went? Yeah, so a uh, part of um, what we tried to do in this process of uh, realizing transfer, transformation outcomes is to have a really a future back approach, but be very intentional about making sure the environments are safe um, and anonymous and understanding that there's tools and technologies out there that can facilitate that facilitate you through the journey. So at EY, we have a trans, uh, what we call TREX, the Transformation Realized Experience. So we try to take our cohort um, through the Transformation Realized Experience, starting with visioning sessions and, uh, and doing exercises like headlines of success, different things to get people really aligning in, a, in a, uh, a different way on how do I understand where we're trying to go, right? So before just jumping in and saying this is the task, let me think about creative ways that we can get everybody aligned using a common language for transformation. 
using things that we all can identify and messaging that we agree to and align to up front because we find that having a human-centered approach to transformation makes it 2.6 times more likely to have a successful outcome of that transformation initiative. So our transformation simulations really just focus on taking the cohort through that process of our um, transformation realize experience, starting with future back, thinking about how do we do an outside in, inside out look, how do we mobilize resources, and how do we scale initiatives over time to show demonstrated visible signs of progress. So that's what the purpose of the simulations was, to make sure that using technology, being interactive, understanding that you're going to have big transformations. Most, most of the time, they're multi-year. You got to go back to OMB and really, uh, if you, you're asking for more money um, each year to continue the project or you're asking for additional funds, demonstrating progress to date so that the value back to the, the citizens and the, um, and the customers are really clear and evident. And that's what our transformation simulations are really meant to do is systematically make sure that there's an evaluation of where we're going, we're assessing leading practices, all before we mobilize our resources, start to really execute on our project. Um, so hopefully they found value in that. Well, we're about to find out. <laughs> um, so, Rahana, you mind talking about, yeah, what, what do you feel that you, you, know, you got out of the simulations and you know, any other activities during the, uh, the program? Because I think Chi might have done something a little different. So we'll start with you, Rihanna. Yeah, I mean, the simulations were really helpful because the frameworks were kind of complex. Um, and so having that practice, applying them to a situation and that, you know, a lot of the simulations were around like hybrid work environments, returning to work. So it was very applicable to today's work environment and some of the challenges we were all facing at our agencies. But those transformation simulations, that's where uh, a lot of the framework really came to life for me and, uh, and, and hit me in a way that made me more confident that I could actually apply that to, you know, my current position or future job. So um, I thought they were a really helpful addition to the program and, um, you know, really brought it home. Yeah, and Chi, so I, I think you had some different activities, but, you know, Tell us, a little, tell us a little bit about how that went for you. I definitely enjoyed the, the activities. Again, this is when, it, when I went through the program, it was a time where we weren't really back in person, right? We weren't really cleared uh, to be in person. So I, I honestly like the interaction, engaging with people um, in the field, but not necessarily doing what I do on a day-to-day -day basis. And I really, honestly, it was the transition from those interactions to our final project. And I will say it was being able to take some of the, uh, I guess, key concepts uh, and, and start to flesh it out. And when you do your, your, your big project, when you do your project, um, it can be as forward as you want. So I definitely <laughs> I'm grateful for my team that allowed us to uh, allow me to really push forward into the future. The what is what could happen um, and it was, you know, we were laughing in the beginning as we were doing it, but we ended up, uh, I, I think we were like, we're rated first in our group. So again, it's being able to 
being able to, uh, I guess, react and plan to situations that are currently not happening right now, but could potentially happen in the future, especially for financial management. So technology and uh, uh, enabling the future is really important to me you know, as I'm serving in financial management. And so being able to you know, think of concepts and ways that uh, agencies can stay ahead and, and, and um, optimize their workforce for financial management to be key. A lot of, a lot of our agencies, you know, financial management is not the mission of the agency, but it's an important aspect of it. So um, you know, between those interactions, again, having someone from the budget perspective, having someone from a financial management perspective um, start to make a case on how we can optimize the workforce. It was, it was um, a transition from those activities to our final project um, that was very smooth and seamless and uh, effective because we won. <laughs> All right. Well, time is flying here, so I'm going to probably bring it back to just a couple more questions for everybody. Um, and I think the two I'm most interested in here, uh, well, we'll start with this one. So, you know, I'm just curious, uh, we talked about why you signed up and maybe a little bit about what your expectations were, but was there anything that kind of surprised you? You went in there, you weren't expecting this, but you either learned this thing or heard this insight. Maybe even one of the sponsors had like a really great insight you hadn't thought about. Uh, maybe Chi, do you want to start with that one? Anything that kind of, mm -hmm. you know? Yes. One that st uh, sticks out to me, and I still remember it now, was a, a session we had in person at the ENY office, and it was uh, one of their executives. And, uh, you know, we go through the learning session, and it was, you know, really just being positive and intensive um, about your words. So not saying, but, you know, uh, that being negative, it was the and. It was, you, you know, um, in our presentation, you know, like I said, real-time feedback, uh, correcting you, correcting your words, your intentions. So, um, you know, in your day-to-day, -day you run through it. Uh, but being able to, to remind yourself, even in, in writing, when speaking with someone, you know, just be really intentional and intentional, mindful with your words when you're presenting and what you want to do. Your words are powerful. Your aspirations and your passion about your work is um, valuable. And to be able to... Um, articulate that in everything you do so that was that was um he did not have to but that was you know one of the benefits of being able to go through this program with both uh like i said the financial leaders but also um EY executives yeah and damika is messaging me here i guess language of trust is a good way to look at that okay that concept <laughs> i like that that's a great that's a good, yeah. good way to put it language is important it's important you would think that it's you're going to come and learn all these technical skills but the things that were considered soft um, are really are actually become more important as you move up in the ranks. Well, and you really notice when when you speak with an executive, either in person or in a if they're meet, leading a meeting or in a session. I mean, they do have a certain way of speaking. It's very clear, concise, direct. I mean, it just depends on their personality, but it is. You can tell that it's different than just everybody re regular day to day folks, right? They really spend time on how they speak and what words they use, Agreed. right? Agreed. Yeah. Um, so Rihanna, what, how about yourself? What, 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 what thing might've surprised you a little bit? Well, what surprised me about the program was really, and, and not surprises and I didn't expect it, but, uh, it was a pleasant surprise was the amount of time that the executive sponsors and senior SES leadership and the financial management, um, function spent with us. Mm -hmm. I mean, we had executive sponsors who were, staying for the sessions with us, sitting at the table, and you could turn to them and 
and ask them, hey, have you ever encountered that? Talk to them at breaks. Um, everyone was super accessible to the cohort and they were there a lot. We got the opportunity to get really comfortable with um, a lot of the executive sponsors uh, and, and during the capstone, especially, you know, that it, it really um, just was very striking that we had an hour on uh, SES leaders calendar every week to talk about this program and anything else, you know, they were happy to, to mentor and, um, and coach on a variety of topics. So that commitment and dedication from the leadership um, really, I think, says a lot about, about the program and is a huge benefit of the program. Um, also, the panels that they put together, I mean, the variety and seniority of the leaders on those panels was surprising in the best way. Um, folks from OMB in the White House, folks from agencies, CFOs from agencies. Um, it really, really was a diverse group of leaders, and and the advice they gave was very candid, very open, uh, and and really helpful for those of us thinking about how to chart our careers. Um, one of the pieces of advice that that stuck out to me was, you know not being afraid to take a lateral move, not being afraid to move around and talking about how often should you be moving around to really be effective as a leader and get the variety of experiences um, that you need to, to really be an impactful leader. So some of that advice uh, is really struck home for me. Um, and uh, just the relationships that I was able to form with these incredibly accomplished senior leaders is, um, I mean, I've, I've never experienced that in another program. So that was really, really set it apart. Yeah, that's awesome. And then, you know, I encourage folks to go back and listen to the podcast we did with the executive sponsors because they were great. I mean, just had really, you know, it just sounds like they give amazing advice. They really have the, the experience and have been doing this. And I think, you know, it must have, must have been a great program because if, if those if those three were an example of what you all heard, and I think everybody should try to sign up for this thing. So, Stephen, let me turn to you. What was your uh, expectation with the executive sponsors, and how do you think the, those interactions went? The, they were they exceeded my expectation by a mile. So, the, the executive sponsors were excellent. My group in particular, Miss Carrie Hug, excellent. Really made themselves available. Um, really were were there to mentor and, and invested in the program. And you could feel that as a participant in the program. And, and that was something comforting throughout knowing you had executives there that were invested in your experience and really giving you the advice and, and the, the yellow brick road to get where you want to go in your career. So that, that exceeded my expectations, really just the experience, of the executives and really what they were willing to share was, was exceptional. And was there anything that, you know, kind of surprised you, you didn't really expect that you would learn or see anything kind of surprised you? I think just how big the federal workforce is coming from a smaller organization and having the chance to go down to DC once a month and, and talk to colleagues and, and the, and the really the executives that were brought in throughout the program. It's, it's always surprises me how big the federal workforce is and the, the financial management workforce too. Really, we're, we're a 
huge footprint. And that was sort of driven home throughout the program by seeing everyone there. It's just eye-opening how really big we are and really what the opportunities were there. So one more question, and we'll let Demet kind of uh, get the last word here. But um, I wanted to ask you uh, kind of a combination, but – you know, one is just what, what about this program would, you know, would you recommend to others? You know, what, what would be your sales pitch, so to speak, you know, to your colleagues to why, why they might want to do this? Um, and in addition to that, what are you doing next? You know, how are you getting to that executive service? What's, 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 what's next on your agenda now that you've been through this program? And uh, maybe back to Rihanna on, on those. Yeah. So what I would, what I would say uh, to folks thinking about the program is definitely do it. (laughs) What you get is applicable, useful frameworks that are developed based on real research in the field. Uh, You get practice uh, applying those frameworks in, uh, in a group setting with folks who can give you lessons and insights from other agencies you get individualized attention from senior executives across the government and the opportunity to build really meaningful relationships with folks at your level, peers in different agencies, and also leaders in the field. Um, there's really no downside, and the, the positive impacts um, are really incredible for a program of this type. Um, next up for me, not sure, uh, you know, uh, my current agency, um, I I was able to use kind of my experience in, in this program to, uh, create a new role for myself at my current agency, which, which I'm really enjoying. Um, but, you know, I, I feel like now I have the tools to look at positions, uh, open on USA jobs and think about, think critically about are my skill sets going to be best leveraged here? Learning about my persona, learning about what I bring to the table, I think is going to really serve me and being able to articulate my value add uh, through an application process. And, um, you know, what's next for me? Definitely taking the next step in my leadership journey, wherever, wherever that's going to be. So thanks. All right. Chi, your turn. Uh, let's see. My advice for someone that was um, curious about this uh, leadership development program, um, be honest about the amount of time you can spend. Uh, This is a great program, and I believe it's still no cost, which is just unheard of for the the amount of information you're going to get here, the amount of development. So um, be honest about the time that you can commit both to your self-work, like we said, the better me. Uh, It it really... um, started the, you know, started the journey for me being able to reflect with myself and where I wanted to be in my uh, service and what I wanted to do in the future. So make sure you have that time. Come prepared to engage. And like Rihanna said, you're, you're going to have access to people that you probably would not have in a day-to-day basis at work or even attending um, an AGA event. Uh, so again, just come prepared to, to be open and really immerse yourself in uh, the people that have been selected to, to do this process with you. And then also, uh, I guess my next steps, <laughs> uh, upon completion, I think being able to share this with the, um, my staff, 
number one, and other people around me, not necessarily supervisors, but other uh, executives um, at the next level and, and what was available. So definitely looking to continue my leadership journey, um, but to do it in a more mindful way. You know, we always talk about leadership, leadership, but leaving here uh, or graduating from the program, I felt like I was a better follower. And I know we don't talk about that. I've been to so many leadership and executive training, but again, learning more about my persona, persona and how I show up in the workplace, um, you know, I, hopefully uh, I, it's made me a better follower and collaborator and influencer in a future federal financial management. So, Stephen, now that you've graduated, what are some of your next steps you're looking forward to? So, from, since I graduated, I've, I've taken some of those lessons and the concepts back with me, and I'm turning them into action. So, that, that was one of the things to take away was I took a lot of notes, came up with a lot of ideas throughout the program, but now actually putting them into action in the position I'm in. And really, the next steps for me, it, it was eye-opening seeing the opportunities and really what I I never understood what it would take to become a CFO one day. I think this really solidified that I feel like I have the ability to get there one day and there's, there's a way to do it. So next steps for me are, you know, diversifying what I do in the future in the, in the financial management career field, making it maybe taking an assignment that is outside of my comfort zone at some point and really developing myself to, to get to that CFO seat one day and know that it's attainable based on what I saw in this program and some of the mentorship I received. Awesome. All right. Well, last question. Um, you know, what would if somebody were to ask you, you know, should I, should I sign up for this? Uh, you know, what would you say, you know, what, what, what about it would you recommend to folks? So I'm, I'm a firm yes on signing up and I've been recruiting everyone I can that's in that target demographic for the program and really selling it especially those if you're outside the D.C. metro area and you want that new challenge and you want to meet some really intelligent, um, motivated people that are like-minded or and really want to tra transform the government, this is, this is the program for you. There's, there's so many opportunities to meet senior leaders that you would never have the opportunity to meet, um, you know, in a smaller place or in a smaller organization. And the chance to network. The, the people sitting in the room were they will likely be sitting up in the seat at some point doing the mentorship to those future cohorts. So just a, just a lot of opportunities, a lot of great experiences. And it's something that I firmly recommend to anyone that's really looking for that, um, that type of experience. All right. Well, Thank you, and thanks to everybody. Uh, Damik, just one last uh, thing here. You know, is is it too late to apply again for the next cohort, or what's the status here? Yeah, so Black Friday closed out um, for this cohort. Uh, we have, I think, over 40 applicants um, from last count, even before the deadline. Uh, so... Um, we're excited about kind of going through and prosecuting there, but uh, you, they can look forward to next year uh, in the August time frame, uh, the period opening for the next year cohort, um, and just being aware of, you know, events that we're starting to think about um, moving forward. Okay, well, 
think that's all the time we have for today. So I want to thank our participants. Thanks, everybody, again for, for participating today. And uh, that was Accountability Talks with AGA. And uh, this is Paul Marshall signing off. Thanks.